Hey guys. Hello. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, we are in February, which is it's, crazy. And it's been been. It, I'm not gonna say how the weather's been. I'm just not gonna say things I don't want to change. It's been pretty. <laughs> yeah, we'll you know, just say just, we've uh, had weather yeah. has We're been better than January. Yes. 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 Been different January. than January. Yes. Yeah, but it's different. so crazy to think, you know, like when memories pop up on whatever social media you might use, you're like, oh, wow, we had snow a year ago. You know, like everything yes. just feels off. Yeah, It doesn't yes. really feel like weather wise feel like February. But. Did I tell you that my sister um, was walking on the square and saw tulips up? <laughs> I've actually heard people are concerned about this. Yeah. My sister took a picture on something, one of the tulip beds at the yeah. square, and there right. was a tulip up. I have a suggestion for, for Sarah the pe- or the people that are for concerned. For the city of Pella. The city of Pella. Let's Got just it. like pour more dirt on top of them. Oh, I think that's Just that cover help? them back up so yeah, they have more. But do they, but do they need stuff after they're green? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> okay. well. we'll leave that up to the. I, it's just an idea. I'm going to throw that out there. Team. If we had more, and maybe we should pack the dirt a little harder so that they can't quite <laughs> punch through. Yeah. But then we could put little cups over them. Yes. Yeah. Well, they each need their own little individual greenhouse, maybe. <laughs> okay. You know, I know I everyone comes to see the tulips. I know they're beautiful, but I mean, there's so many other great things about tulip time. For so sure. We'll, we'll I, bless our tulips, but we'll, yeah. you know. I also am like, I live here. I'll yeah. see them whenever they decide <laughs> yeah. to be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I understand, if I know a little bit about plants, which I like to pride myself that I do, I think yeah. if it's, if it doesn't get too warm, if we don't have too sunny of days, they'll, they won't grow as fast. So we just need the cooler weather, yeah. but we can't have frost anymore. Well, I don't think. Right, or like, because that was the thing freezing, we discussed. Freezing. Like, no, they came up probably because the ground again, super, whatever, <laughs> knowledgeable in these things. <laughs> Not really. The ground like probably never really yes. froze as much as it would normally. That is true. We had terribly cold days, yes. but the ground didn't. The ground was like it mm, wasn't for I'm long okay. periods of time. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, I guess we don't have suggestions. Just everyone enjoy the tulips when they come. Yeah. Yes. Just means people will come more this spring and, for and longer times. Hooray. And yeah. what other town would we talk about this? Yes. <laughs> no other town. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, today, uh, I, um, I don't know if it got mentioned on Sunday, but uh, I wanted to kind of just, so we're in Lent, we're thinking about confession, and uh, uh, I wanted to think about, so we talked about the prodigal son, and then we touched on some of the previous p- parables, but I had not, I had missed this in my reading. Um, so if I can, I'm going to read Luke 15, just verses 1 through 2, mm-hmm. and then I want to talk about a little bit about the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and then we'll see if it gets to the lost son. But um, this is how it begins. Verse 1. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear him, that's Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So I've been reading a book uh, that was as a resource by a man named Kenneth Bailey. And Kenneth Bailey is, uh, he wrote like a title, uh, uh, reading the scripture through like Middle Eastern eyes. Oh. Mm. Um, kind of like he really, he understands the culture in a way that yeah. I do not. And mm-hmm. so he was writing about the prodigal son and these from that lens. So he used a lot of uh, different commentaries and we would traditionally use because he was trying to get into what do people who live here, who have lived here, how would they view this mm-hmm. stories or these stories? Mm-hmm. But in it, it was interesting to me because I think about the stories, I think about the lost sheep, I think about the lost coin, I think about the lost son and what it means for them that, that you know in each story, someone comes to get them. Mm-hmm. But Kenneth Bailey wrote, that's not who Jesus is actually talking to, though. He's not talking. He, those people are there, 
but he's not talking to them specifically. Hmm. He's talking to the teachers and the scribes and the Pharisees. Hmm. So just it changed up the stories for me a little bit um, in that uh, I don't want I don't want to take away from uh, not at all that we are a sheep, we are a coin, right. we are a son or a daughter. But he's that's not who Jesus is talking to. Hmm. He's talking to people who have forgotten about the sheep, who mm-hmm. have forgotten about the coin, who have mm. forgotten about the sons and daughters. And they're so angry at Jesus that they can't even see them. Mm. Have you ever thought about the story from that perspective, I guess? Nope. I really um, have not. Yeah. Very often. The, the one about the, the lost sheep, um, as a care team right now, we're going through, and Chrissy, you said you had read it too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's called Lost Shepherds Watch, yep. their flock. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't remember the author. Me neither. Um, it's like a devotional, but anyways, it's talking. This this man went out on a, he had a, like a sabbatical, and what he chose to do with it was go and live mm-hmm. with shepherds in the Middle East. Right. And so um, the one that I just read that like it has been making me process the last few days was um, he was talking to a shepherd, and the shepherd would say, yeah, if we're missing a sheep, we go out and find it. I have gone and found throughout his career as a shepherd, I found hundreds of lost sheep, but I will never forget the one that I couldn't find that mm-hmm. I couldn't save. Like it was just gone. And that's what he thinks about every day, the one he couldn't find. And so like, so we're reading it through the eyes of like a care team. Like we, we shepherd people were being called to that, but yeah. Anyways. Right. So reading it through again, like, oh yes, I feel sometimes I am the lost sheep that needs to be saved, but to right. read it as like through the eyes of a shepherd who we just don't give up, we go right. and find them. So it, right. That's probably my first experience with reading it through a different lens. I think right. so long we've been saying, Jesus will yeah. come and find you. He comes to right. find the 99. Mm-hmm. But like, what's my role in that too? Right. Helping. Yeah. Right. Um, um, yeah, he was, uh, so he was one of the, in the first parable, uh, which he also frames up. He thinks Jesus is playing with the stories that people have known for a long time. Okay. Think about Psalm 23. He actually found mm-hmm. 51 points of, of correlation between the story of Jacob, Israel, and the prodigal son. Interesting. So he's like he thinks Jesus is kind of riffing off of things that they already know. Yeah. But he's really challenging uh, the leaders or the people who are supposed to be the shepherds and saying, "You're not doing your job. Mm-hmm. I'll come do your job for you, which I'm doing. And now you have the audacity to complain hmm. that I'm sharing meals with these people because he, he was saying, "Who's he with? He's with the Israelites. Mm-hmm. He's with the people of God. And he's saying, here in your flock." You're missing them. Mm-hmm. You know, in the lost coin, here in your house, you can't find the coins. Mm-hmm. So here in your villages, you're missing the sons and you're missing the daughters. Hmm. Is this where he says to them somewhere like, it's not the healthy people that need a doctor. It's the sick people that need it. He's, he says somewhere. that one He day. does say that. He does. He that. does. Yeah. yeah. Again, probably to the leaders who it's like, you guys right. are so concerned about making sure your people that's in quotes are following all these rules, but right. you're not looking at the people that they don't even know the rules right. or they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the thing about, I, I just, uh, so we're, you know, in confession. So I, I wrote some down. I can't remember. I wrote it. So I'll try to get it right. But a lack of confession. So we're thinking about the things in Lent that what keeps us from sharing life with Jesus. And then how do those things keep us from sharing his life with others? Mm-hmm. So I wrote down, I think uh, our lack of confession leads us to not seeing which hinders our ability to love and be loved and keeps f- people who want to be with Jesus from him. Hmm. So like, you know, I think more people than we think, uh, you know, I've, I've read before, I can't remember where, that 
we actually live, maybe we're not religious anymore as a country, but we're very spiritual. Mm-hmm. A lot of young people are very spiritual. So there's a clear a desire, a yearning for something. But can we see ourselves, can we be convicted that perhaps at times we're acting like the Pharisees and the scribes? Because mm-hmm. even in the last story, the word that Luke uses to describe the elder son is the same word you would use for a scribe. Hmm. So Jesus is putting, he's putting the scribes of the day directly in the story. Hmm. And you are the son who cannot receive your brother mm-hmm. and actually is just dishonoring the father in mm-hmm. like incredible ways. Yeah. He said, that's you right now. And so I've just been, I've been, if we're going to be people who everyone, every day mm-hmm. are going to actually help one another. Mm-hmm. Well, where, where am I missing people? Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's what we're trying to grow in. Yep. Um, one another thought, I was just, uh, I've heard some people talk about, and I'm not sure why I read it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to mention the song, but there's a song, and people were saying someone wrote an article about how it would be it would be irresponsible of Jesus to leave the 99 mm. to go get one, like the the mm. m- many over the one. Yeah. But uh, Kenneth Bailey wrote. He said, "But think about it. Eve, if you're a part of the 99." And your shepherd won't go get one. Mm-hmm. Says you actually are left feeling very insecure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could be that one, and yeah. he's not going to come and get me. Right. So really, I have to think about. You know, we oftentimes say here at church, we want to be a people who love people from womb all the way to the tomb. Mm-hmm. If any point in time we say you're not worth going yeah. for, yeah, that makes everyone else feel that way, right? Yep. Whether they know it or not, yeah, yeah. Yep. And so I've just wondered if some of our cultural hot button issues, if we even think about that, mm-hmm. um, uh, to disregard somebody any, at any stage, young to old, makes all of us feel insecure mm-hmm. and anxious. Mm-hmm. And even in the stories, like especially like the um, the prodigal son, the son can't get it for a while. He thinks he's broken a law. Yep. He's not broken a law. He's broken a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it takes him a long time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I've just been very challenged as I've yeah. been sitting in this, um, uh, trying to see how I act like those Pharisees and those scribes. Um, and I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So as we move towards Easter, where people speak a blessing a day, and that, that is a way of of seeing people who might, might be a sheep or a coin or mm-hmm. a son or a daughter. Um, yeah. Any, any anything percolating for you? I don't have a great question right now to ask. Um, I've been thinking about the picture that you said of the ninety nine and a shepherd not going to get the one, mm-hmm. and Jen shared this when she taught at the mix, our middle school ministry several years ago about the study they did about playgrounds, and like they did a it had students or kids play on a playground that didn't have a fence on it and realized that the kids stayed on the structure mm-hmm. and wouldn't really venture out to any of like their grass or areas that were near, like they just like stayed on the structure. But then as soon as they put a fence up around like the outside, I think of a playground, usually mm-hmm. there's a fence like pretty far away from any structure. Then the kids would play everywhere hmm. because they felt a safety mm-hmm. and a freedom in that. And so that's why I just kept thinking with yeah. the sheep even is like, there's probably if, if we know that Jesus will come get us, not that we're like st- intentionally doing right. anything to separate that, but like there's a freedom of like, okay, like 
I, I don't know. I think there's a freedom for those 99 to know mm-hmm. that if something were to happen, right, he would still come get the one. Because mm-hmm. that's I, I think of like what, how you described it. Like if those sheep are nervous about that or we are nervous that Jesus won't come get us, then you live in fear. Right. And that's not also what right. God wants for us. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think what does it look like then to live in freedom, which mm-hmm. then, yeah, working on how do we confess those things that maybe bind us yeah. that don't allow us to be in that freedom so then we can't love everyone every day. Right, right. Or show them Jesus because we're living in fear or bondage and not freedom from the spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remind me, I've, I've said before too, like along those lines, uh, there was a, uh, I think it was like John Orberg, maybe or something like that. He wrote a book about uh, Australian ranchers. Is that his example I've said this before? I don't know. So on the ranch in Australia, there's two ways to keep your to keep your so kind of piggyback on it's a little bit different uh, um, to keep your sheep or to keep your flock or to keep your herd whatever mm-hmm. and he said you know sometimes uh, um, you create huge fences like far away he said but oftentimes young young uh, you know cows bulls whatever horses Great. will like break out of the fence mm-hmm. it's what they do you know mm-hmm. that's what we do we mm-hmm. break out mm-hmm. the fence and so at different times, and then he said, so uh, the other mode is to also then uh, you you connect them to a great water source mm. so that they can, they do feel the freedom to move, yeah. but they know there's something that that I know that I would need that thing when I come back. Yeah. So they come back for the water okay. too. And yeah. so I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. It gives, there's freedom to go and... Uh, <laughs> um, because we all have times in life where we we go. Right. Mm-hmm. But if somebody has connected us at some point in time, which mm-hmm. I think is what's happening at the mix, what's happening mm-hmm. at court, connects us to something that is not about rules and about laws. I mean, the rules and laws keep us safe. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if it's positioned that way, then it's like, well, I don't, they don't know how to come back. Versus yeah. if I feel seen, known, and loved, yep. um, I'm willing to come back mm-hmm. as I figure those things out. Yep. And so that's uh, really good. It's a really helpful analogy, Christy, mm-hmm. about the kids in the playground. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was just, uh, as we think through the Lenten season, um, I'm just going to continue to ask myself, uh, well, kind of a, an overarching application, which you'll hear, I think most weeks is, um, what must I confess today? And did I bless? So at the end of it, you know, we always talk about examines at what point in time in the day, whenever you want, but is there something I need to bring to Jesus that would keep me from him? Because mm-hmm. if I can't bring that thing to him, I'm probably not going to be a person who's going to be willing to say a word of blessing that's going to uh, bring light and salt into their life. Mm-hmm. So, have you heard any stories around that from people who who have uh, had an opportunity to, to, to speak a blessing and have and have done it? I don't know if I can think of one off the top of my head. I have a, I have a couple of fun yeah, ones. I was going to say you probably uh, have some. Good someone who ones. one of our our wonderful people who walked through the building. Uh, had a situation where I don't know if it was a granddaughter, great granddaughter, someone had said something to her and just, and she said, that was a moment. So I said, no, this is who you are. And she called out, no, this mm-hmm. is actually who you are. And she says, that was like, that was a great easy, like it was like the next day opportunity. Mm-hmm. I chatted with somebody who, uh, their family is not so sure. I don't want to misspeak, but they, um, and the service that we were blessing each other, they didn't say anything to each other, but they uh, they had some old family wounds, 
And she said that they just, they stood together and they all held hands. Hmm. And just the words, and they just, a blessing was imparted through through touch. Hmm. So they didn't necessarily say it. They said, the, you know, the song, but, and they all just cried together. Hmm. And I was like, oh, man, that is good. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. So and it's really interesting when you sit next to somebody and, it was fun to watch people work around the room. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, heard, I heard both rooms are very active. Mm. And so, um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see how we pick this up. And yeah. I've been thinking about it. You know, yesterday I was like, oh, man, I got to say something to somebody. I got to be looking for somebody. Yeah. Mm. I was like half through the day. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Who shall I bless? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, can I, can, I, can I see something worthwhile? I, I had to pay attention. and. Mm-hmm. I was given an opportunity. So uh, I was like, oh, there it was. There it was. I love the reminder. And I think I needed the reminder today too of like the reminder, the gentle reminder you've given mm-hmm. of like, it's only going to be easier to see people to bless when we have confessed mm-hmm. because a confession is, or lack of confession to me, it, it is like a veil. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm almost like so confused. Like what's mm-hmm. going on? What, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. Just, mm-hmm. you just, I just feel like I'm not, clicking like right. why can't i hear right. from you G- you know yeah. and oftentimes it's just like a well let's we need to connect a right. little bit and right. let's mm-hmm. yeah. and then it's yeah i mean i guess it's how do they say it? it's easy but not simple it's simple but not easy yeah, yeah. that's how mm-hmm. it is simple it's, not, it's, it's not a simple thought Con- confess yeah. and then and then the veil is lifted right. um but it's out of his kindness i right. he has been he's so yeah. gentle and like no, I want to give you good gifts. Let's, mm-hmm. yeah, clear the air between us. And yeah. mm-hmm. well, I think I, you know, so we're, we're trying to use a, so uh, I think we sometimes we have the idea confession is, it's, and it is scary. I understand that. Um, and it, it can seem daunting and it uh, doesn't as if make me feel free when mm-hmm. I think about it. Um, and so we're using the song in the series called Come to the Father. Mm-hmm. And it, it's supposed to be fun. And it's like, it's not complicated. You have to just come to him. Mm-hmm. And so even I, I know I talked about it. Uh, but they, uh, um, in the sermon, but what's so interesting to me was in the story, there's a son who his first confession is very inauthentic. Mm-hmm. I've read that people thought that was he, he, was, he, he was returning. He was going home, but he wasn't going home. Mm-hmm. He actually had a, he was manipulating the confession. Mm-hmm. He actually, the word that Jesus uses, it actually comes from the Exodus. It's the Pharaoh is, is, is confessing when he's not going to actually confess. Because in the story, he says, like, I, you, know, you know, I've sinned against you and against God. Like, I'm not, you know, not worthy. Make me a hired hand. So Kenneth Bailey brought, brought this to my attention. A hired hand makes money. Mm-hmm. A hired hand has a trade. A hired hand does not live in the house of the family. Mm-hmm. So he could go home, not, li- not reconcile with his family, and he could earn money to pay back his debt. Mm. That was his plan. But when he brings, when he actually experiences and watches how he broke his dad's relationship and his dad still came mm-hmm. to him and beat everyone there, it changes his confession. And he actually gives an authentic confession. Mm. And he is received. And so it's just, it's you no, know, uh, I think when we manipulate the confession, it feels really scary. Mm-hmm. But when we are, when we are, uh, we get to experience actual love our confession shifts mm-hmm. and it's genuine, it's authentic, mm-hmm. and it's like we're just brought into the house. Mm-hmm. That's just a way different way. So I'm hoping that 
people aren't scared off by the word confession in the series. Because I think if we practice it, mm-hmm. um, and also acknowledging that there's this is the right moment to share things. We're, we're trying to share things with God in this yep. series. That's, yeah. That is our confession is yep. to him. Yep. Um, and so that's our, our emphasis. But to bring it to him is not scary. Mm-hmm. Um, he is different than people. Yeah. We don't yep. always respond well to confessions. Right. So, yep. um, so we're starting to start with just with him. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. So I hope it's life-giving and fun. So Fun? <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure how it could be, but I think it might be. I don't know. I think it will feel freeing, which can be good. Yes. Light, better a lightness. Word. Yeah. Better fun. Word well, fun is like a lightness and a, yeah. a freedom in it. So, yeah. yeah. I think, well, I think there's a part of like you, I can feel very thankful that I can go to the Father and ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So I can look forward to that, like knowing that there's freedom there. I think there's like, I am like, oh, there's still like a little sadness that I like now have to bring these things to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like, woo, let's do right. it. But like, yeah. I'm like, okay, like, yeah. no, I know that you're going to receive me with love. Right. I know, you know that you know these things. Yeah. Right. And, and you so, know the outcome is worth it. Right. Like, yeah. Yes. What it, it's, there can be some this, is, this might be a terrible mm-hmm. example. It's kind of like when you don't want to go on that walk because you're like, I know. I know I should walk for my health. I know I should, or whatever, right. run or bike yeah. or whatever you do yeah. for your exercise or for to honor your body. I know I should do it, and but it's really hard. And then right. once you do it, you're like endorphins, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, I like there it. are there yeah. are moments when I'm walking yeah. on the trail. I'm like, I love this. I could do this all day. Yeah. And then I laugh and laugh because yeah. after 20 minutes, I'm like done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. And so we, so I want, I'm trying to say it in multiple places. So we are going to a lot. Like, so if you want to, if you want to make a one word confession, as you go forward to receive communion, if you want, you could offer a one word confession to the elders and deacons and they will bless you with a blessing of forgiveness. Hmm. So, so instead of having to, you know, go into everything, if there's a word that you could think could summarize. So, you know, today's it's pride. Today it's whatever that thing is mm-hmm. we're going to give you opportunity to do that um because i think uh i think someone wise told me that if we're willing to say it mm-hmm. it's a lot harder for that thing to come back yeah yep. so we're gonna try to give opportunity and see how people respond and yeah uh, then you be and you're blessed with with the body mm-hmm. and, and the blood of christ what a, what a beautiful space to do that and because our elders at mm-hmm. this church they're safe people and they yeah. it's yeah so. They're confidential people, yeah. and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I like that idea, Clayton. So we'll see. I've also started doing my confessions with God out loud. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. yep, it like just means it's just different for me to actually sit and say them out loud um, than in my head. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm like, was that a prayer? Did I just think think thoughts? Right. And so it was really helpful for me to stand and say them and i also this has been something that was just new for me i've started confessing to father son and holy spirit Mm -hmm. because sometimes i just only think about one and Mm -hmm. i'm like nope i have relationship with all three of you right within the trinity and so yeah i don't know that's something that's been helpful for me too it's funny you said even the 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 blessing of of forgiveness has all three Mm -hmm. and so we want to make sure that that was yeah, I'm glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that. And that yeah. could be something that people would think about. Yep. Just when you're all, all, all alone with not being alone. Yep. With the Father, Son, and Spirit, mm-hmm. you can share. 
Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. First, everyone, everyday podcast in the books. There it is. Oh, come on. It's All good. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. So. And really, that mean just nothing's changed. No. No. Just the title. Just the title. Yeah. Because that's kind of what we've been doing anyways. So. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, can I offer just a, a very simple prayer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Please. So, God, I, I do say, I ask that this day that you would uh, um, bring to our attention at some point in time. Is there something we need to confess to you? Something we need to bring to you uh, to experience your freedom and your life and your fullness and your wholeness? And then, could you bring to our mind our opportunity today um, to offer a word of blessing in which we then get to share that life, that wholeness, that fullness with someone else? So we ask that in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.